Hubhopper Originals. All right, everyone. Welcome to episode number twelve of the unofficial VAR, a Hop Hopper original. I am your host Prasad, and joining me is Slowmo Samuel, who is kind of ex- very very excited. Slowmo, when was the last time we did an episode? I I think it it was a good ten days ago, and uh, we would be talking about the Europa League and the Champions League uh, uh, midweek games, uh, taking our uh, listeners through the all 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 the results and also the upcoming Chelsea vs Liverpool game. Oh, especially also the from the last weekend, what happened? Just a quick run through what happened because there was some big games there, and uh, we kind of ran out of steam. But hey, we are back, and the unofficial VAR is back. The VAR might suck, but the unofficial VAR never disappoints, and that's who we are. So let's get straight to business and start with the Europa League. Where we had a very good clash in Arsenal versus Napoli, and Arsenal clearly running over Napoli slow mo two nil victors. Yeah. So missed chances there, and could there have been more in the game? Oh yeah, uh, definitely. Arsenal in the first twenty five minutes were just all over Napoli, and they got the first two goals. Um, there there was the brilliant first goal by Ramsey with uh, the uh, Maitland lines assist, and the second goal was. A deflection of uh, Kulibali, but Prasad, I uh, re- I remember you telling me just before we started recording the uh, decoy runs of Lacazette and Aubameyang. So they went to the right and left, and so where Torreira had a space, he uh, took a shot and it uh, deflected off Kulibali to give Arsenal a two-nil lead going into halftime. Uh, into the second half, uh, Arsenal had a lot of chances, especially with the Ramsey chance where he skied over. There was also the uh, Lacazette chance f- uh, after which Aubameyang he had l- laid off to him, but Lacazette scuffed his shot, the uh, left footer. So there were quite a few chances for Arsenal. Uh, going to the second leg, it's going to be a dangerous second leg. Let's not write off uh, Napoli because they ha- they are a dangerous side and they had an off. Night, but uh, but come on, this is Naples, and it should be a really interesting game uh, back in I- Italy. Uh, uh, Prasad, who was your man of the match for Arsenal, and how should Arsenal uh, line up for the second leg in Italy? Well, uh, the, to answer your first question, man of the match, I think there were many standout performance, but, but uh, I'd say Ramsey, Aaron Ramsey, he's doing everything. The commitment so good. Uh, he's determined to leave on a high. Uh, uh, will you miss him any? Surely, days? surely, because the day I have started watching Arsenal, I think he's been there from day one. Yeah. So it's been like uh, my journey with Arsenal, Ramsey's journey with Arsenal, and yeah. now he is on his way to Juventus. And I hope he wins everything there. But to answer your uh, second question, how they line up the same way? Uh, if Zaka is back, he starts, and you can you might push Ramsey ahead. So what's important is that goes off. No, I it's uh, I think you can rest Mesut Ozil for an away leg. Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, uh, I wouldn't fancy him going there and getting crowded out, and you know, uh, then he gets blamed for yeah. things that he can't do. Actually, yeah. he does a lot more, and he's that technical sort of player you need. But I'd prefer Ramsey 
and i'd prefer to start mikitarian mikitarian yeah so uh, because he has a work rate and he can also come back and uh, defend against an apple side who will be pushing from minute 1 of the second leg uh, absolutely yeah. and you know to be to be very honest to be very honest with that um i'd prefer evobi and mikitarian and one striker i know yeah. that two up front are, is a pretty good idea but uh, i'd want our wingers to create that width for our striker yeah. so that you know our full backs can our wing backs can overlap and you know give in that service because kola sinash and uh, isli maitland niles have been magnificent in the past two weeks yeah. and uh koshelny and socrates uh there at the back is a big relief yeah mustafi but, not in the squad is a big relief yeah, yeah that is that is a very very good thing for arsenal Whenever uh, Mustafi doesn't play, but uh, Kolasinac in the first leg he was caught out quite a few times. Uh, but N- Napoli even couldn't finish the chances. There was the uh, L- Lorenzo Insigne chance which is carried over, but you could see that uh, Kolasinac wasn't even in in the picture there for uh, that chance. So I think uh, that's a quick roundup of an a magnificent Arsenal two win two nil win over napoli in the first leg at the emirates arsenal are not good travelers we all know that they lost to everton in the premier league at the weekend so it remains to be seen what happens in the uh, europa league and you know to be very honest if you see watch in the europa league we've lost to bait at away, away yeah. yeah and we've lost to rain away 3-1 uh, uh, what was i i think a uh, fellow uh, fan of our super team was saying a very very funny uh, full form of bait what was it yeah, like uh, better, you know uh, best equivalent to the BEST buses in Mumbai <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah so that is a quick uh, that was a quick roundup of Arsenal uh, Prasad could you take our uh, listeners through the remaining Europa League games and what and what just happened there quickly? Oh yeah, absolutely. Also, to round up the other Europa games, Benfica and Frankfurt were involved in a six-goal thriller. And Jao Felix is the new sensation, by the way. Three goals, that is a hat-trick and an assist for the fourth one. So he made sure Benfica were 4-2 victors over Frankfurt. Frankfurt have the two away goals, yeah. but Benfica outscored them. Then you had Chelsea... Going 1-0 winners home, taking that one away goal to Stamford Bridge with Marcus Alonso at the end of it. And we also had uh, Villarreal and Valencia where Villarreal lost 3-1 at home. So, Valencia kind of have those three away goals. So, it's all to play for in the second leg for Napoli. And as you mentioned correctly, Arsenal aren't very good on the travel. Uh, the away days haven't been yeah. so good and uh, we Arsenal could have scored a few more goals yeah. but I hope that doesn't come back to haunt them yeah. because uh, this is a realistic way of them getting that elusive uh, Champions League spot I'm not saying uh, I sorry incorrectly mentioned the word elusive but kind of the way we are on the road it's concerning because we have four away games now out of the yeah. six the four are, four of them are away and that too against the top 10 sides like Wolves. you have Watford, you have Wolves, you have Leicester. Yeah, so Arsenal also will uh, travel away and that should be uh, interesting uh, uh, fixtures for, uh, for Arsenal till the end of the season. Now we uh, go on to uh, Prasad, both of us, we always sit and discuss on a Thursday night but uh, most of our listeners, they tend to listen and watch their games on a uh, 
ट्यूजडे मॉर्निंग और ट्यूजडे नाइट और वेटरडे नाइट दैट इज द चैंपियंस लीग वी नाउ गो ऑन टू द चैंपियंस लीग एंड वेर वी सॉ अ ब्रिलियंट स्पर्स साइड बीट सिटी वन एल यू सॉ बासोना ऑल्सो बीट नाइट वन एल यू सॉ वी सॉ अक्स एंड यूवेंटिस प्ले आउट वन वन ड्रॉ एंड देर वॉज ऑल्सो लिवरपुल बीटिंग पोर्टो टू नल सो प्रसाद वॉट वॉज योर फेवरेट गेम ऑफ ऑफ दिस फोर फर्स्ट लेग टाइज एंड हाउ हाउ विल मे बी दी लूजिंग मैनेस्टर क्लब्स लाइन अप फॉर द सेकेंड लेग्स वेर यूनाइटेड गो टू बास्लोना एंड सिटी प्ले एट दी हार्ड well the game that i was looking forward to was united versus barcelona clearly because of the matches that they have had in the past and that the fact that barcelona could not win at old trafford then so it was kind of a barcelona performance which you have seen this season but haven't seen in this decade and uh, it's pragmatic so barcelona clearly took the lead uh, a dubious offside call which was then cleared via the var uh you know which uh, is uh, which is this uh, uh, podcast's namesake also yeah, the, the unofficial vars but hey uh, there's there is a thing that's happening okay uh, busquets lays the ball for messi over the top suarez isn't suarez is offside but isn't interfering play and then messi threads it to suarez who also isn't offside and then suarez heads it that hits shaw and it goes in kutino is following up but he misses his header even though he misses it it goes inside and the ref linesman raises his flag so if you look at all these three incidences everyone is onside and that's something that you cannot just give as an offside so it was a clear goal but uh, to talk more about you know the game's slow mo uh, the, the united barca game then united grew in the game Rashford had four shots on target. By the way, that was more than uh, Messi and Suarez, right? Yeah, combined. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that goes to show you what the lads capable of. Yeah. And um, Ole clearly has struggles. I mean, he's lost four out of the five games. He's been appointed permanent manager since. Yeah. Yeah. So that goes on to show you that uh, you know an intern's work going looking to work hard as long as he's made permanent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway. back to the game then united kind of had their chances could not bury them barca had their chances could not score one more yeah. but this evenly this this poises this has poised the second leg very well because we know what united did in paris and uh, barcelona aren't barcelona from the previous years they are sloggy at the back and uh, you know they are a bit shabby shaky at the back to be very honest so it's all to play for in the second leg and you know even the tottenham spurs game the tottenham uh, city game uh, was kind of boring kind of but it had its moments yeah. i mean none of the teams were up to the mark because city have had a very tight fixture yeah. yeah tight schedule and uh, spurs are what uh, are two questions is a city's fixture is getting to them and one was it a penalty the danny rose the danny rose incident number one yes but they have the squad depth to match that the fixture list i'm saying and uh, pep's rotation policy is excellent so he makes sure that you know no one overplays and he has that balance in the squad and uh, what come again what was the second question uh, was it a penalty the danny rose incident uh, like you know like we discussed before recording 50 50 yeah um the official none of the city players appealed by the way it was yeah, the official yeah. that gave yeah that was yeah surprising yeah so clearly 
then if you are ask telling me that there should be var is the same guy that's going to look at the yeah. decision again and what happened it is the same guy that's going to look at the footage so 50 50 if the referee is giving it to you it's a bonus and then aguero misses it so that kind of is plays a psychological edge game on your you know it changes the game yeah city could have gone ahead that got that away goal they could have pinned spurs against the wall but then that had didn't happen and then in the 78th minute jung min son got that goal brilliant finish past edison that turned out to be the winner so slowmo uh, uh, do you see the flood gates opening up at the etihad so uh, city uh, are usually poor when they travel uh, well, uh, sorry not city but pep has had a very very poor away record he has lost to arsenal 2-1 at the emirates in uh, 2011 he has also lost to inter milan in 2010 Three one at 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 the San Siro. Uh, so he and he, even under Bayern Munich, he has lost quite a lot of times away. That famous, uh, I I think a four nil win for Barcelona in twenty fifteen, where uh, Messi, Nutmeg, Jerome Boateng, and Jerome Boateng fell. That that famous. Oh yeah, a three nil win, but nonetheless, that was they were they were devastating. Yeah. So uh, uh, Pep side are going to play very very quick in the uh, when they play at the Etihad. uh mind you city lost at the etihad last season they lost to liverpool 2-1 um, a mamathara goal deciding uh, the game uh, even in that game city started very very well there was an early early gabriel uh, jesus goal so uh, city should play and uh, in the previous game in in the first versus spurs they they he didn't start uh, kevin de bruyne and uh, uh, leroy sane there was Mara starting there, so I think uh, he should bring on Kevin De Bruyne and Leroy Sané for for the team start them because uh, one Sané has the pace uh, to play with uh, he he will uh, come up against uh, Trippier and then you have the trickery and mastery of Kevin De Bruyne's passes all over the pitch. Oh yeah, absolutely, and they kind of will go be. Flowing out of the blocks, isn't it? Yeah. Because you know you're chasing the game, so yeah. you want to do it as quick as possible. And Leroy Pep has that philosophy, isn't it? He wants to use the extent of the pitch, so you want your wingers to go as wide as possible, create those spaces, and then you have Kevin De Bruyne to exploit these spaces. So yeah. this it's all uh, to play for in the second leg, as we said. You know, Spurs and uh, Barcelona have got a one nil cushion. Hmm. mind you and uh, barca has the away goal but it's all to play for in the return legs and leopold porto finishing 2-0 leopold clearly the better side um and uh, before their big game against chelsea this weekend which we will be discussing later so let's get on with the ajax juventus game slowmo yeah. ajax the underdogs juventus the potential yeah. uh, uh, team touted to win the champions league do you think ajax did a great job there Oh yeah, uh, definitely the stats itself show that Ajax has sixty percent possession to uh, Juventus is forty, which shows that they have the confidence to uh, play. There was an excellent, excellent uh, David Neres goal. Oh, yeah. You uh, you were raving about it before we started recording this podcast, and I just now saw it, and it 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 was brilliant to watch that goal. Oh yeah, and Frankie De Jong doing yeah. uh, doing a big favor to his uh, new owners. 
knocking out Real Madrid and now putting on a shift against Juventus. You know, he got the praise from Allegri. So, yeah, you have to be, you. he's a very special kid. He's going to be uh, ma- massive. And the Juventus goal that came about in the first half. Yeah, that that that, that was prime uh, Cristiano Ronaldo at his best. That excellent ball from his compatriot uh, Cancelo, a chip ball and he... That excellent run where he just ran, ran, and he he just headed the ball. There was an excellent decoy run also by Mandzukic, and he just came ahead of the ball. It was very, very uh, similar to this. I think it's two thousand seven uh, Champions League quarterfinal versus Roma, where uh, Scholes put in the ball from the side, and he 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 gave him behind and he ran it. Uh, that was another quarterfinal game. So another prime uh, Ronaldo goal and. Uh, I feel it's advantage UA going into Turin because they have the uh, fan support behind them, they have the noise, they have the players to go and uh, beat uh, Ajax at uh, Turin. Prasad, what do you think? And, yeah, and most importantly, the away goal. Yeah. And uh, that's what they came there, isn't it? I mean, a 1 1 draw shouldn't feel like a defeat for Ajax, but it is one step in the semi final for Juventus, yeah. who are pretty much very good at home. Yeah. Haven't lost there for a while now, in a year. Uh, and uh, that's been the case. I mean, uh, correction, yeah. Masala Man beat them. <laughs> yeah, two around, two yeah. So, so that's I my... I forget that. That's your <laughs> favorite topic, Prasad. Oh, and by the way, good. yeah, by the way, the Masala Man is Jose Mourinho, yeah. if you're wondering yeah. who it is. So, yeah. so anyway, uh, a, cre- a very good week in the in uh, Champions League and Europa League. And uh, the big week that went by Shlomo... We had three big games. Yeah. Let's uh, brush them aside and give our viewers what happened. Just let's yeah. take it one by one. Bayern thrashing Dortmund final, yeah. taking charge of the Bundesliga title race. Yeah. What did you make of that game? So uh, that game was a complete annihilation where Bayern beat uh, Dortmund final, but Bayern still have o- only a one point lead. They are on sixty four with uh, Dortmund now on sixty three. Uh, Bayern were four 0 up at uh, halftime. That was like it. It was a vintage and ruthless uh, Bayern uh, Munchen performance. Uh, you saw we saw S- uh, Sancho also hitting the post, but maybe it just wasn't uh, Dortmund's day. You saw also Matt Hummel score against his former uh, former club, just adding salt to the wounds. And yeah, Lewandowski scoring as well. Oh so, yeah. yeah. So the Sorry. first two goals. Yeah. yeah. So the first two goals came from ex Dortmund guys. And uh, Ganabri scored. Yeah. So, a pretty much uh, humiliation for Favre's men. But yeah. I hope that doesn't dent their confidence. Yeah, that, because that is still an exciting title race. It yeah. should go, I feel, till uh, the last day, the last minute. Yeah, of, because, of because, because Bayern Munich have Leipzig. Six, yeah. And yeah, Bayern Munich have Frankfurt, who are chasing a Champions yeah. League spot. So, clearly, that they are, we are in for a treat. And I'm honestly tired of uh, Bayern Munich winning six Bundesliga titles. <laughs> I want to see a new... When I want to see some competition, I I want to see an open market system in the Bundesliga. Oh, yeah. and we've, we've rooted for Dortmund, by the way. Yeah. So, I hope yeah. uh, I hope there's a new winner in Germany. And that reminds me that there are two places, like there are two countries where only one point is all that the top league leaders need. Yeah. And we're talking about Juventus, who beat Milan 2-1. Yeah. Uh, so, one point away, Shlomo. Yeah. Uh, going down to Piotek's goal and then coming back via Paolo Dybala penalty and a Moiskin winner yeah. who's been excellent in the last yeah. five games. He scored five in five. So, uh, some controversy there, Shlomo. Yeah. And uh, with the refereeing, 
do you think Juventus are being favored more in Italy in the in the past few years? I don't think so. I think they they just have the better quality and the better players to win the Scudetto. They have there's a class apart in, when it comes to uh, Juventus. I don't think so. There's any bias towards uh, Juventus in the uh, Serie A. Oh yeah, I, I, and you know, to be very honest, I was chatting with a few uh, Italian football fans, and uh, everyone went at the Juventus uh, fan, yeah. Juventus guy. Uh, there have been debatable decisions, but uh, as a Juventus fan, what would you say? You would say that we are a class, we are class apart. Yeah. I know for eight, we've been winning titles for eight years, and the rivals fi- find excuses to. Uh, hide their defeats and their shortcomings. So it's long until you know there's someone challenging uh, UA because Napoli clearly have to invest in youth and they have to come up with something. Yeah. AC Milan and Inter Milan are both unstable. You never know. You know there's that consistency in the Italian league. There's there's the inconsistency yeah. uh, because you Juventus will hardly drop points. So it's up to the rest if they drop points or no. So one more point for Juventus and they are the champions. And similarly, it goes on for Paris Saint-Germain. One more point and they are the champions as well. So Shlomo, um, one more league yeah, where uh, yeah. Uh, but before we go to the Premier League, <laughs> we go to Barca Atleti and uh, Barca two nil winners over Atleti Shlomo. Uh, a certain player got suspended. <laughs> what happened there? Yeah. Uh, so, in the Barca Atleti game, our second, I think, Masala man, Diego <laughs> Costa, he got a red card and he abused uh, the the referee and even went to the extent of abusing the referee's mother. He's got banned for eight games. Absolutely. Eight games? And, My God. <laughs> and he's, he's out till the end of the season. Even when he he came to uh, Atletico Madrid in uh, Jan 2018, he he didn't play for a good month. I think there he he started playing in 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 Feb 2018. So he still I I don't know what's wrong, but I I think it's wrong that you really go personal and it's kind of not right. And I think it's justified to get the eight eight game ban. Yeah, uh, people might say that it's more, but hey, it's hammer time. I mean, yeah. you have to tell these players to stop. Yeah. And uh, it, it, clearly, the way Diego Costa reacted, uh, the repercussions were they are there to be seen. So, uh, clearly, Barcelona on their way to another title. Valverde in his second season has pretty much done everything, but the Champions League still is the prize that they have their eyes on. They are in the Copa del Rey final. It's like, uh, you know, um, uh, Barcelona, Barcelona tournament now. (laughs) Uh, Every team plays only to face Barcelona in the final. Yeah. And uh, a pretty action-packed weekend, a pretty action-packed midweek. But hey, a very, very good weekend Uh, in the Premier League last time, not for Arsenal. Hmm. But uh, Liverpool 3-1 winners over Soton, slow-mo. And that, that grit, that desire that perseverance to get those three points especially being 1-1 in the 80th minute you know and uh, where where do you see Klopp's pen heading to at the end of the season so i think if they cannot such results they have they have almost in the champions league semi-finals and if they grind out such results in the premier league they're sure and surely going to win the premier league and which is also you keep saying the bragging rights of Lingen 
of England. They haven't won anything in the league since 1990. That's a good 29 years they haven't won anything. And uh, Manchester United have overtaken them. They have got 20 league titles to uh, Liverpool's 18. But I think if Liverpool continue to play the way they are with their attacking prowess with Trent Alexander-Arnold and uh, Robertson bombing down just... Uh, uh, providing assists, I think Liverpool are surely on their way to oh, yeah. win the league. Oh yeah, and you know to be very honest, to commend them, to praise them, they have they have done their business so well. Yeah. I mean, they have spent their own money, they have sold players magnificently well, Coutinho, mm-hmm. uh, Suarez, and Co. And they have brought in reinforcements very well. I mean, yeah, that, that, like, that Coutinho money yeah. went at, to, at the right end of the pitch. Yeah. You needed a leader in defense. You've got an alpha player in uh, Van Dijk. You needed a showstopper in goal. You've got Allison, yeah. And that has, that's the, uh, you know, the, the results are there to be seen. Yeah. And in the famous words of Sir Alex Ferguson, who said, uh, attack wins you games, defense wins you titles. Yeah. So that's pretty much what Liverpool have done, who are on top right now, have, have played that game extra and will be facing Chelsea this weekend uh, at Enfield. Yeah. So it's all to play for. And uh, one more th- uh, one more game that slow-mo we have to discuss is Arsenal-Everton. <laughs> and not a good day for the Gunners. Obviously, we discussed the Napoli game, which was last night. But not a good away day for the Gunners. And let me remind you, just a heads up, Arsenal fans, out of the six games, four games are away. And three of them, yeah, and the three of them are against the top, top ten sides. Lobo. What do how what did you make of the Everton game? Uh honestly it was horrible to uh, what Arsenal played. There was no uh, direct attacking play. AOB was all over the place. Oh, 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 oh. Obamang very very even touched the ball so I think Arsenal uh, we just had an off day and but let's just g- uh, give credit to Everton uh, guy had a brilliant brilliant game e- e- even Honor Gomez had a brilliant game so let's give uh, credit where it is due Everton have now won three games out of three and they are on a good streak so yeah, and you know to be very honest uh, you know Arsenal kind of lost that game in the lineup, yeah. I mean, you can't blame Emery as well because Torreira was out, um, to suspension, so still serving in the three-game suspension. Then you had Ramsey who was sick, so a midfield of Gundozi and um, El Neni in an away game against an Everton side who's just come up yeah. in the past few weeks, who's done so brilliantly. Um, I ca- could not wait for you know the 90 minutes to be over and the weekend to be over and i'm yeah. clearly looking forward to the next game which, which is, is against watford yeah which who are in the final of the fa cup yeah so so before we go on to anything else there were two fa cup semi-finals as well and man city beating brighton one nil uh, kevin de Bruyne assist to a uh, gabriel jesus header minutes, but yeah. the game here is <coughs> Watford's comeback against Wolves. Yeah. Did you feel in the 79 minute that they would score three and win the game in extra time? Oh no, definitely. I saw Wolves progressing through. We also predicted maybe if Wolves will go on to win the FA Cup because of the romance of the FA Cup. But uh, there was a Doherty first goal and then you saw Raul, uh, Raul Jimenez score, score a second, a brilliant volley. Uh, till, till the 70th minute, there was no hope for or uh, Watford, but let's uh, just remember the brilliant goal by Del Lefeu, that's brilliant 17 minute chip, I don't know, he, he just 
lobbed over the keeper and went in into the top right hand side corner oh yeah and the guy has got talent yeah he is in his second stint in english football the one that everton didn't go well he went back to barcelona he's now at watford but he's yeah. starting to be the Show player yeah, yeah, yeah. and and this is the elite league however you argue this is the elite league he's performing at the highest level and he single handedly brought them in the game i mean he's been the one that's sticking yeah. um and pulling the strings so that 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 goal got them in the game and then the then donker was useless idiot enough to well, where donkey types yeah <laughs> the name suggest to bring down troy dini in the box dini 94 yeah and dini craves for these moments and he made no mistakes converting that penalty yeah. and then you had delafeu again who scored the winner oh, so this counter yeah oh yeah this this remind me me of the arsenal hull final from uh, 2014 yeah. yeah oh sorry 2-0 uh, down to uh, hull 3-2 yeah and then going down going to win 3-2 so yeah. pretty much a watford man city final and uh, sorry watford fans but i think it's pep's cup to lose now because yeah. pep eats such teams pep's teams eat such teams for uh, breakfast and lunch <laughs> yeah. so that's a pretty strong statement but hey uh, that was a cracking week i mean you had the premier league you had bayern munich dortmund you had atleti barca you had ua milan arsenal losing to everton you had these fa cup crackers you had the midweek ucl and the uel and not to forget if you hadn't had a great week the weekend is going to be fabulous yeah. because you have newcastle leicester leicester newcastle wardy is on form yeah you have tottenham huddersfield and tottenham play their second home game now in the new stadium yeah. their stadium by the way <laughs> uh, you have city traveling away to palace on a sunday yeah. you have the big one liverpool versus chelsea, chelsea. Uh, on a sunday but yeah. hey you have united west ham a saturday night late kick off and yeah. then you have a monday night game in watford arsenal slow mo yeah. uh, what uh, what are you expecting from this weekend uh, again as i say we are in the end game now yeah. <laughs> and uh, we are at the business end yeah so i expect uh, maybe a chelsea and uh, liverpool draw like and maybe an editing to do draw because uh, chelsea also have the firepower we saw hazard's goal versus west ham that in that uh, Tunnel win on Monday night. Uh, Arsenal are poor when they travel, so I'm not really keeping my hopes high when we go to Watford because Watford have been brilliant over the past few games. And Obama Yang, if you're listening, I just put you in my FPL team, so I hope you make me count. I've taken a hit. Yeah. So, but it should be the top uh, four haven't the top two have been decided, but the top the third or fourth spot haven't been decided. It is still between Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal, and. mentioned it so that is still a tough uh, race and prasad how do you uh, predict this uh, top uh, uh, position for 3 and 4 go, uh, going about well spurs have their injury crisis yeah kane is out yeah kane is out ali kind of has a minor injury yeah so it's all up to son and erickson and spurs have been dealt with a major blow arsenal on the other hand don't have socrates mm. and uh, socrates is missing zaka is out injured Yeah. then you've got um, you know uh, all the other problems the away problems where they haven't been themselves since the november um and uh, it's pretty symbolic on the, the roads but the emirates is a contrasting story you you could make memes out of these situations you've got pan united who are 
who have been pegged back ever since Ole got that permanent job. And they've lost, right? Yeah, four out of five. And then you have Chelsea, who yeah, who have kind who have kind of you know just made sure that they keep racking those wins against Cardiff or and now against uh, West Ham. Brighton, yeah. yeah, West Ham and then Brighton. Yeah, correct. So they have slowly moved up to three. So it's it all depends on the next few game weeks. And considering the fact that Arsenal have away uh, games, I am not too sure about them. Yeah. But uh, if you like, to, if you want me to predict an order, I'd say Man City, Liverpool. Um, then I would go with Spurs, or I, no, I would go with Arsenal. Uh, hope high hopes. Yeah. Then I would love to have the United there. Then Chelsea and then Spurs. Although I know that I have <laughs> fucked up here in my predictions. Yeah. But anyway. Um, a cracking weekend to look forward to guys and uh, it's been a very very good episode it's been like bhel puri like i i used to say <laughs> it's, it's been so much uh, to talk in this episode a long one but hey give it a listen give us a subscribe listen to us on hub hopper we thank hub hopper for being such excellent uh, platform giving us a voice to you know discuss the thing we love and the thing we love is football which is our passion so that's about it from episode 12 of the unofficial VAR, a hub hopper original. Here's your host Prasad Bhutkar and co-host Shlomo Samuel signing out. Bye-bye. Until next time, guys. I hope you enjoyed this hub hopper original podcast. If you want to get started with your own show, please do get in touch. We'd love to have you on board. Send an email to info at hubhopper.com. That's info at hubhopper.com. And we'll get back to you in a flash. We're looking forward to creating some great audio content together.